Welcome to Visibility Era, the podcast. We've created a community of business owners with a spiritual backbone who know that they are here to make an impact and be seen on top tier media, create relationships with high profile experts and speak on massive stages. And let's be honest, more exposure equals more money. And we are so here for that too. We're Bridget and Lydia, time to step into your Visibility Era. All right, everyone, before we hop into the episode today, we have something really cool that we have put together for the members of the Visibility on Purpose community who are authors or aspiring authors. Now, many of you may or may not know, but I have run a publishing company for the last three years, helped many, many authors get published and promote their books. Lydia has obviously been a publicist now for over a decade. And we found this really big gap when it comes to authors, right? We've written the books, we have edited books, we have published the book, we have promoted the book, and now what? Some things are starting to fall flat, or we're not selling as many copies as we wanted, we're only selling it to friends and family, and we're like, okay, how am I supposed to get this on everyone's Amazon cart and on everyone's bookshelves? We found that writers are really good at writing, but maybe they're not the best at pitching or marketing themselves. So we're doing a workshop for authors called From Author to Iconic. We'll spend 90 minutes together. We're going to talk about PR for authors, what it means, the importance of creating a personal brand, especially for your book, how to establish yourself as the face of the brand. Obviously, having a strong digital presence, especially when you're pitching yourself, is important for authors. We'll talk about what you need before pitching your book, how to highlight your book's value to gain the media exposure, and what most authors are doing wrong. It's $37. We're hosting the workshop on November 15th, so we'd love for you to join us. Look at the description of this podcast to grab your spot. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Visibility Era, the podcast. Bridget, how are you doing today? What's going on? Give us an update. I'm great. I feel like anytime that we're recording the pod, I am happy and excited because it just feels so like fun. And oh gosh, we have to tell everyone that we got our human design reading, our chart (laughs) read together. And the motto was literally like, have fun. I love that for us so much. It makes so much sense. I feel like the two of us together are just like quirky little weirdos, but quirky little weirdos that absolutely love business, branding, PR, all the things. It's, it's so, so true. And yeah, I always look forward to these episodes. I'm also the nerd who, I know you listen back to them too, but like, I actually listen to them because there's so much power in our own voices. And sometimes when we actually listen to ourselves back, we're like, did I just say that? Like, that was good. (laughs) I also go on a tangent sometimes and I'm like, I get fired up and I'm just like, oh, and then like spew out all this amazing content. Don't even know what I said, totally blacked out. So I have to go back and listen to it. And I'm like, wow, I'm good. So good. So, so good. (laughs) And I know you do that too. It's just like, ah, so fun. But if anyone doesn't know what human design is, it is a self-discovery tool, I guess. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And it helps you understand how to best use your energy, which Mm -hmm. is so interesting. So it's not like astrology in that it like tells you your like life future and path in like a blueprint. It's more just like what you should be doing on a day-to-day basis. And between my chart, it kind of looks like a person. (laughs) It's like a little like outline of a person. They put my chart and Bridget's chart on top of each other. And we basically like completed each other. And (laughs) it's like, oh my God, 
hated each other. And then at the bottom, it said our theme together was to have fun. So cute. I mean, it was perfect. And, you know, since we've started this business, I think that's what, that's like been one of our top values of, of like, we want to, we want to have fun. We want to have fun with other people. We want to bring people along, you know, on this journey with us. Cause we're learning as we go, you know, we know a couple things and we'll help a lot of, I'm just kidding, but we'll help many, many business owners with our knowledge, but we also just want to have, have fun. And that's also why we named our, our course pitch party. Yeah. Like from the beginning, we've been like, we just want people to feel like they're having a party. Like what, what musician did we put? We like put, we were, Oh, Kygo. It was Kygo. Kygo. Yes. We kept talking about Kygo. We were like, we wanted to feel like a club, um, actually, which is funny because we have an extended program for pitch party this round. We are beta testing it with some students and it's literally called the club. The club. <laughs> I mean, it's called like the club if you ask me, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. So today we are going to be talking about a very specific topic that has to do with authors. This is something that really, really is coming from the heart. If you don't know, Bridget owned a publishing house. She still does tons of work with authors. And I also have worked with many authors on the PR front and the branding front. And we've just seen so many just so many issues in the industry and we know we can help them. And so we want to talk about a few things today that has to do with branding, personal branding, why you need a personal brand. If you are an author in certain categories, why it's so important in order to actually have a successful launch and then a successful book project for years to come. Like when you're spending your time, your money, your resources into a book, pouring all of your heart and soul and spending time on this, I can't even imagine the amount of time and hours that people spend years on these books. We're not just writing this because we just want to like check a check something off of our list, right? It's like we want to create this impact. So how do we do that? And it truly is through a personal brand. So that's what we will be discussing today with valuable tips and tricks. If you are an author, uh, I would absolutely take out a notebook today. This is one of those like must listen episodes. It's so funny too, because I feel like this has been coming into our orbit so much more lately. I don't know if we've been excited about it too. So we've been noticing it more, but Lydia, like the other day, she's like, yeah, I got another person saying like, Hey, can you help me with book PR? And it just seems to be like in our orbit. And we've noticed some things, you know, personally, Lydia has noticed people coming to her asking for certain things, but not really understanding, you know, how the industry works, especially from an organic perspective. And as a reminder, like visibility on purpose, the way that we help our students and business owners is that we're teaching them how to land their own organic media. So we're not teaching them, Hey, you can go buy a placement in this magazine. We're really talking about building relationships, with the media, we're teaching you how to position and then ultimately pitch your book and really you, um, to the media. And that does take skill. And we, we know that we always have to start at this base level. Like this is how Lydia works with all of her clients. If they're ever going to come to her, um, needing a publicist, she's going to do this type of branding work before they ever start. Cause she needs to make sure that she can pitch this person and this book and have it be really freaking good. Yeah. And I want to set myself up for success as much as I want to set you up for success. PR is so much a, it's, your, my success is your success and vice versa. So, um, I would never take on a client that doesn't have these things in place. And something that we both actually seen is a lot of PR companies, marketing companies, they will take on these clients just for making a quick buck 
it might feel like a little bit cheaper. And so that's why people will go with it, but they don't have the backing that's actually going to get you the results that you need. And so Bridget and I have seen this a lot where people are very jaded in the industry. I think with Amazon um, coming online and people being able to launch their own books and self-publish, it's created an opening where individuals that have wanted to be authors their whole lives and they have these books, they're like, I can finally release this. I don't need to be this big celebrity or have a book deal. But then we get to spending all this money to create our own books where we're um, investing in this ourselves and we get to this place and then the book falls flat because we don't have branding or we don't have um, the correct PR support because we actually have underlying issues that weren't addressed from the beginning. So we're going to be talking about all those things today. I'm so, so excited. We are live right now in the Facebook community. If you are listening to us via Apple podcast or Spotify, feel free to go to the show notes. You can always join our Facebook group. We go live every Friday and we like to see questions in these types of videos. So if you do have a question, we'll kind of like weave it into the conversation um, so we can answer that. And also if you are listening or watching the replay or you see you know, us on Instagram or whatever it is, feel free to DM us questions. We absolutely love to chat, but okay. So let's start with what kind of, what kind of authors really need a personal brand because there are definitely different types of projects where it might need something else. So um, self-development is the, or like anything in like the holistic, actually we have a whole list down. So let me give yeah. that to you. And we really, talking. I feel like we work best with nonfiction authors. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a fiction book where you've been writing like a romance novel about made up characters, or like we were talking about this before we even got on, like if you're writing yeah. a book like Harry Potter or what was the other one? I you said, said Twilight. <laughs> like, Twilight. Does anybody know who wrote Twilight? And people are going to come into our DMs and be like, you didn't know it was this person. I read the entire series. All I know is that I'm team Edward. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I didn't even read them. <laughs> okay. I did. But when we are thinking about those types of books, the brand is the characters. So when we're thinking about anything that lies in these self-development or nonfiction spaces. So we're talking about lifestyle. We're talking about like fitness, finance, holistic health, routines, and habits. We see a lot of those, like, you know, ways to change your life, those types of books, parenting, feng shui, nutrition, chefs, um, cookbooks. Bridget just did a cookbook with a amazing, is she a chef? Yeah. She's not a chef, but she Okay, we'll just call it the book. I mean, she's a chef. She she's not a chef, but like she (laughs) is. Um, she's a holistic health coach, but she did a really good job at branding herself. So like we'll go into like what's really important, even if you're in like the real estate world as well. Mm. I think that's a that's a great industry for this. Basically, any yeah, business industry, you know, you really, it's not just about the book. It's also about the person who is the, you know, vessel for that book to come out there, especially if you, you know, if you're traditional publishing, you do still need a personal brand. Like you're going to submit a book proposal, right? You're going to fill out all this information about who is the target audience of this book. What is your marketing plan? You're going to tell them your social reach because they want to make sure a bigger publishing company still wants to make sure that, Hey, you're going to be doing your legwork too. So regardless of if you're self-publishing or going a more traditional route, like you still need to have some sort of personal brand with social clout. And we'll talk about kind of some of the misconceptions that we we see when people don't recognize that they still need to be the face of the brand. And that when they're pitching themselves, it's not just about like, Hey, I wrote a book, interview me. Cause there are 
thousands of books that are coming out each and every day. Like that's not the thing that sets you apart, unfortunately. No, no, it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't. And so what I've recently seen is a lot of, um, entrepreneurs realize that I work with and bridge it too, but, and I also have an agency as well, but they'll realize that I work with a lot of personal brands. So they see that and they come to me and they just say, Hey, I need PR. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) So then I personally go through my list and Bridget and I actually have a PR checklist for our students in pitch party. But this is something that I personally use as well in my own agency every single time I have a new client. So within my checklist, it's items like, do they have a website? Is it well representing them as well as their book? Are they on different social media platforms? Do they own what Bridget likes to call the digital real estate? We're obsessed (laughs) with this term. We're obsessed with it. But these are things that I need to have in order to pitch them. So that is step one. Step one is branding. And what I've seen a lot is like, these publishing companies or marketing companies or whoever they work with will just throw up a website that has like a picture of the book and like three lines about it. The author doesn't have professional headshots. I click at the about page and it's got like a picture of them holding their dog or something. And it's like, uh, and it's, it, they don't have like offers in place, like all of these things that don't make sense to sell a book. And when we're thinking about selling a book, not really selling, but like expanding your exposure to eventually make the sales and make an impact and get into the bookstores. It's like, what needs to happen first? PR needs to happen, but the brand needs to happen in order to then go to these media giants and say, Hey, here's the brand. Here's my value. This is the value that I actually discuss in the book. I would love to be interviewed talking about the value. So that's super, super important. One of our clients, actually, if you not client, but friend, if you want to go back to, um, the Jess Bubako's episode, she, mm-hmm. she wrote a children's book. So it's a little different, but she decided to be the face of her brand. Um, and really just talk about hers is more, actually it's a self-development children's yeah, book. Yeah. From that perspective. Totally. Right. But it's a self-development book. Exactly. So she decided to pitch herself to TV shows. And what I thought was really cool is she was leveraging her value as a um, speech therapist and knowing that it was back to school and she was pitching herself to local TV shows and saying, Hey, this is the value that I have in my book to help kids deal with their big emotions. I would love to come on as an expert, as a speech therapist and talk about why this is so important. And so see how the value was then presented. Does she have a website? Yes. Does she have an entire website just for her and for her book? Also, yeah, which is an option. You don't have to do that. But like thinking about how do we present ourselves as a personal brand if we're going to be the ones that are going to get interviewed, that are going to be brought on the TV shows, what needs to be had? Bios, website, all of those things. I'm even thinking about, you know, many of you listening to this are already authors or some of you are aspiring authors and maybe you're thinking about a book one day. All of this should be done before you're even going forth to write the book, in my opinion, because if you don't know, you know, the book itself has targeting and positioning. You need your book to be for a certain group of people who have a certain want, need, desire, like they want to learn something. There's a reason they're going to buy your book and it's going to make it way easier for you to sell the book. 
And then for you as this personal brand, you also need to be positioned correctly so that when you begin to pitch yourself, it's a no brainer why, you know, a, a TV host would want to bring you on the show talking about emotional regulation for children. And Jess yeah. did that really, really well. And then the book was really smart because it was, you know, targeted at kids, but had a very clear you know, outcome, which was helping kids learn how to navigate their emotions. And if you're going into your book writing process without even thinking about some of these things, you know, I would just urge you to pause for a moment because make it easy for yourself, you know, and that's why like Lydia and I, you probably listened to many of these episodes where we're talking about like the importance of the message, the positioning before you even go to send out that first pitch, because that's going to fall on deaf ears if your pitch is super generic, super broad, super boring. And it's the same goes for your book. And when you begin to then pitch the book, we want you to be super focused and know exactly the value that you have to bring to these publications and these channels and these networks. Yeah, absolutely. I want to pivot and talk about what we end up hearing and seeing as like, quote unquote, horror stories are negative stories and how this can actually be remedied. And I think a lot of it is education behind how the, like what you mentioned earlier, like how the industry works. And once we understand how the industry works, we can make educated decisions to move forward and really make our book launch a success. And I want to, again, go back to you. This can be for authors that are pre-launching or like haven't launched their book yet. And authors that are already have launch their book and they're sitting with this book. They already had friends and family members buy it. And that's kind of, that was the end. <laughs> they're just sitting mm -hmm. there and they're like, okay, I spent all this money and now I'm back to square one because I, I just don't know. And you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know how to make it a success. So here are some of the horror stories and what we can recommend on how to remedy that, remedy that or fix that or help, or just help you. Honestly, like this is just coming from a place of like, Bridget and I get so upset. Like Bridget was telling me, and she's, she's so humble, but she was telling me yesterday that clients come to her and, or past clients. And they're like, thank you so much for all the support you've given me. Like I have worked with other authors and I or other publishers and I regret it. And that's like painful to hear because, you know, we want this, the industry to not have any like weird, you know, negative things with it. We want you all to succeed. And like, that was honestly something that made me want to collaborate with Bridget. I saw this amazing work that she was doing and she was like the only publisher I knew that was actually implementing branding and PR into her book projects. Yep. Yep. The yep, only yep, one. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go through the list. Okay. So one of them is they get no publicity and don't understand why their book isn't hitting in the media. So Bridget, why do you think this is happening? Mm, um, for me, the book probably doesn't have a very, okay. So I think that a lot of people think that when their book comes out, that people want to interview them just because they published a book. And yes, that might be true if it's like a close relationship, right? If it's like, if I'm like, Hey Lydia, like I just published a book, like, can you interview me on a live or something like that? she's likely going to say yes. But when we're starting to go outside of our warm network, you need to give that person a reason to want to interview you. And this is why we keep driving this point home of like, what is the value that you're bringing to this network? And you have to think about this from the perspective of, you know, that publication or that writer or that um, TV host or that producer, because they have a certain interest in mind, right? They're, they're thinking about their audience. They're thinking about relevant, timely, newsworthy topics. 
And if you don't think in their lens, it, there's going to be a disconnect because they're going to be like, oh, this person just wants me to interview them just because they wrote a book. You have to right. give the public or in this case, a media contact a reason to want to interview you. Is that what you're seeing too? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a big issue with like the writer coming to these publications and saying, like you said, Hey, I wrote this book, but also not giving talking points of why they should be interviewed Mm. on these shows Mm -hmm. or in these magazines going back to the value. So this is something that we always talk about and really want to help you highlight if you ever join any of our groups, um, or any of our programs, but like it at the end of the day, like, please just remember it's about the value. And that's like the whole point of why you wrote the book in the first place, because it's valuable, valuable content. So the next one is um, they'll come to us and say they're barely making sales after their friends and family members have purchased the book. And now it's basically just like sitting on Amazon. So I've seen, I mean, this, this one's just like a blanket statement. I feel like, cause there's a lot of things that can be happening underneath this, the branding issue, um, lack of marketing, lack of just having like the right team members. I think when we don't have a decent amount of sales with our book, there's a lot of things that can happen underneath, but teams are so important when you are publishing a book, actually a friend of mine, and (laughs) I got her in touch with Bridget this week. She messaged me because she's not, she's not really in our world, but she messaged me and she was like, Hey Lydia, like I'm working on a book. I know you have friends that like publish books and this illustrator wants to own 8% of the work that we do together for life. Is that a good deal? I'm like, no, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I personally don't think that's a great deal because over time you're going to have to pay this person out forever. And I definitely think that illustrators should get paid for their work. Absolutely. But like, where can we find that middle ground? So we're not getting ripped off. You know what I mean? Like where are the good deals? Where's the support system? So I think that that's really important for this one. Um, And then a supportive PR team. Absolutely. And I feel like the thing, see, publishing is challenging because there are so many parts of a book, right? So you go from like, okay, I want to do this. I'm going to write it. Maybe you work with a writing coach or a developmental editor who's going to help you through that process. Then you actually have to go to like design the book and you're going to hire out for that unless you're an incredible graphic designer. Then you need to actually like produce and publish the book, then you need to get the book out there. And I think a lot of people fall flat at the get the book out there step, because again, they make that assumption that, okay, the book is out there. It's going to sell itself. And Hey, if you have a huge platform already, that is going to be a heck of a lot easier. If you have high level connections who also are the owners of huge platforms, that's going to be a lot easier. If you're connected to a lot of influencers, that's going to be easier, but there are things that you can do, you know, as a smaller brand and a personal brand, which many of you who are listening here, you might have like a product-based business, but it's still smaller. You need to be thinking about what are the strategic things that you can be doing at that part at that point. And that's why we focus so much on PR and media exposure and actually taking the steps to actively get the book out there, right? Sending um, emails out to these writers, sending emails out to these producers, even local media. And, you know, I think back to when one of the books came out, I sent an email just to like a local media contact. And I didn't just talk about the, the fact that the book came out. I actually used statistics and facts to support why what was in the book was valuable for them to write an article about. And like, that's what we need to be thinking about. 
you know, that was good. I feel like I keep snapping. If you're listening and you hear little snaps, that's me just like preach, preach, preach. (laughs) But yeah, at the end of the day, it's like, how do we elongate the shelf life of our book? How do we have this as a valuable tool? A yeah. Strategic shelf life. How do we, how do we lengthen that? Because we don't want this book to just like be put out and then die in a year. We want it to be something that's relevant for years to come and a huge piece of our brand. Like if it's done right, I have seen personal brands that talk about books that they published like 10 years ago. And it's one of their main talking points because it's something that is integrated into their work. So like, how can we make this relevant for a long period of time? Mm. Um, Another thing is that people will come to us, writers will come to us, authors, and they will say they didn't realize the importance of an online presence or personal brand and they're panicking. Um, And this could be because they didn't have, they didn't budget the dollars. Um, It could be because they genuinely don't know how to be seen online. And then there's fears that come up. If you're a person that um, didn't realize the importance of a personal brand and you are like panicking due to fear, we have a workshop called visibility Art workshop. It's super low ticket. I would go take it. Like I'm talking, I think, how much is it? 47, $37. Yeah. Wait, yeah. 47? I think it's 47, but yeah. either way, it's under super, $50, super <laughs> under $50. It will change your life. Okay. So if you are that person that you're like panicking because of fear, we can help you mitigate that. Um, but there's, or it might just be that they genuinely don't know what to do. They're like, how do I create a personal brand? What does that even mean? Right. So, um, if that is you, if you're listening and you're like, oh my God, that's me. It's not the end of the world. That's okay. If it's not, it's never too late. So how can we work on that today? We'll give you some tips actually at the end of this podcast of what you can do to get started on that journey. Mm -hmm. Um, and then another one is you've spent a ton of money on, and this, this one personally hits home for me. Um, you spent a ton of money on podcast PR companies, marketing companies, et cetera. You think the investment is a good deal because it's like lower. And then it ends up not moving the needle for you at all. Let's talk about why. Cause I, I, you know, the other day I was like, I was like, Lydia, there are all these freaking podcast booking agencies. Like yeah, humans are lazy. <laughs> um, they're just going to like pay blah, 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 blah. And she was like, yeah, but those are not quality shows at all. So talk a little bit about like how those agencies work and maybe why that's good yeah. for some people and why it's not a good fit for other people. Yeah. Uh, so I want to first off say, I don't think they're necessarily bad, but you just have to know what you're paying for. I think is what the bottom line is. So if it is under a thousand dollars a month, you're probably going to get low quality shows. If you, or like, and I don't mean low quality. I mean, like maybe shows that don't smaller shows that yeah, less gatekeepers, less episodes. Yes. It could be low quality, (laughs) but, or it could be shows that are just starting out or they don't have a lot of listeners or again, low gatekeepers, um, things like that. And so if you are somebody that you are nervous about being seen. You want to put those training wheels on and really get in the ring and start interviewing. That's a good option for you. If you're somebody that is really comfortable and confident speaking about yourself, your value, your book, your, your, your brand in general, you're going to want to invest in a little bit more money to get a real PR team. Or you could also come to us and join pitch party. And we will basically set you up as if you have your own PR team in-house. So um, 
what I mean by this is like the investment might feel a little bit more expensive if you go one of the, if you go a third party route, or you can always, you know, go with us and do it yourself. You just have to set aside time to integrate this into your business growth strategy and your own business strategy. Um, but it's going to pay off in the long run. So for example, if you were to get on five small shows that have maybe 10 listeners each, right? That means that you are going to be around 50 listeners, maybe. Then the odds of them actually buying the book or contacting you, I don't know the percentages, but it's probably around like 10% or something like that, right? Now, if we are going to a bigger show that is aligned for our book, because we'll, you know, they, a good publicist will know what to do um, or ourselves. If we're going to an aligned show that has a much bigger audience, that's going to upper chances of audience members, visibility, growth, sales, all of that. You can also leverage those bigger shows to get on even bigger shows. Right. And the longevity and the investment in that is just going to just expand and be like tenfold. Like it's just going to be so much better for your business overall and set you up for success. Um, and something that drives me absolutely crazy about a lot of these PR companies, I'm just going to be fully transparent. A lot of the podcasting ones is they don't move the needle for people. They're not aligned shows. They're, you know, they maybe have like bad quality, uh, recording equipment or whatever it is. And then they come to me and I can say this firsthand because I hear this at least multiple times a week. They will come to me either complaining or asking to work with me because they were burned by PR companies or podcasting companies, meaning that they didn't get on quality shows. They weren't happy with their services. They weren't responding to them. They were ghosting them, whatever it is. I don't know what these podcast companies are doing. Some of them are great. Some of them are not, but, um, it's just, I would just use a lot of discernment, ask around. And if something seems like it's too good to be true, probably too good to be true. And this is like the education piece that you and I are always talking about because I truly think that most business owners just like they don't know how this works. And yep. you know, there are a lot more companies these days that are doing that are PR companies but they're doing paid placements. Like mm, yeah. And that's a whole <laughs> different thing too whereas you know like Lydia's focus this whole time like you are so in integrity. Um, and that's one thing I really, really value and respect about you. Cause you're like, no, I'm not like, that's not what I'm doing. You know, yeah. you're not going to pay for a placement for one of your clients. It's like, you're going to be focusing on building the relationships with the media and allowing the value to come through instead. And, you know, yeah. I wrote a little like thing about this in the group this morning. Cause I was getting frustrated about this myself. Um, <laughs> We're so I'm, fired up by this. I'm like, authors looking, come to us. We'll help you <laughs> please. And it was like, it was a magazine, but it was paid. And, you know, I do get this running a publishing company. I charged up front, right. And with authors, like being an author, you're going to pay somehow, whether it's on the back end, um, with your royalties, or you're going to pay up front. So I do get it from that perspective, but I don't think it's necessarily fair to make someone pay for a reach that you don't have. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of paid press, um, there are some companies out there that don't tell you they're actually making deals on the back end to pay for press. That's and what I don't like. It's I 
I mean, you know how I feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, this could, oh my God, there's like a list in my head of like PR companies that do this. And I'm just like, you're on my shit list. <laughs> um, but anyways, it, it's just frustrating to me because then it's not quality features. Right. Um, you can always tell when they're paid because they will either say sponsored by paid by it's legally, they have to do that. Um, and then if the writer is getting paid, which I've seen that sometimes, and that's like double dipping and like not supposed to happen in the industry, you'll see that the placements are kind of sloppy, meaning that they look more like an ad. They look, look more like a sponsorship. They don't look like an organic feature, organic features. It's like somebody's genuinely interested in, in writing about you, writing about the value and interested in interviewing you. If you're seeing something that's just like this book launch, blah, blah, blah. And like, it looks almost like a press release. It's either they paid to put it through the wire or the PR wire, or they paid to have a publication post about it. And it's like, who, if, if I'm a reader also, is this actually going to move the needle for you? If I'm a reader and I'm going to like Forbes or whatever it is, and I see something that doesn't look organic like that, like we are trained to be, we're number one, we're emotional beings. And number two, I think that we are so trained to be more in alignment with our values, with the way that companies are selling these days. Like everyone is a part of a personal brand or even brands that are logos. Like they have very specific values. If we're thinking about like Patagonia, I always use them as an example, but like, you know, if somebody is wearing Patagonia, they are somebody that's outdoorsy. They care about the environment. Maybe they go on adventures on the weekends and like they have a very specific style, feel, community and value system. When you see a, a paid placement, you don't get those feelings. It's very apparent. So we just want to be really mindful of like how to vet these types of PR companies. I actually wrote, um, if you go to my Instagram, <laughs> I made a reel about this the other day. <laughs> how to vet, how to vet a publicist. So feel free to hop over there. Mm. Um, but it's just so important. And this comes down to marketing as well. I've, I've heard people say that they went with a marketing company and they paid them to create paid ads for them on like Facebook or something. So it's really like paying for the ad, then paying for a premium to have somebody create it and they get no sales. So it's just discerning what really makes sense for you. And I think the number one thing to do is thinking about the, what your goals are for your book project. Yeah. And I think like this kind of all comes back to, there's a lot of, you know, I think in business anyway, we do test things out. We try things out. Maybe sometimes it doesn't work and that's okay. But that there are a lot of things that just like we've both seen and we just want to almost educate on like what we're seeing and bottom line, it always seems to come back to did these things, didn't move the needle, didn't get the results that we wanted. Now we're back at square one with the book. The book still has lower sales and not enough people knowing about it. And this is why, you know, we're both so passionate about understanding the skill of being able to pitch ourselves. And, you know, actually I'm just thinking about, you know, the areas that I use this pitching skill that we teach inside of pitch party yeah. goes for me, goes beyond media. And I think, you know, we don't always talk about that, but I it do want to just plant that seed because, you know, I've gotten other opportunities, whether it's to speak, whether it's to go in front of, um, you know, workplaces and do a workshop, whether it is to create a course for a different company. And all of that is because I understand the importance of positioning a message to make that other person go, Ooh, I want that. And that's what yeah. we teach you in pitch party. But we also want to really drive that home when it comes to authors, because that same exact 
thought and strategy goes for you too. And once you know how to do this, like the world is your oyster because you'll feel so confident (laughs) being able to talk about your book and what you do and who you are as the founder of, you know, your own brand and also the author of this book, because it's you that's going to be interviewed. You're the one who's going to have to talk about the book and, you know, share why you wrote it and share what the book is about and all of that. So yeah, we we're definitely um, on an excited soapbox today about this. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And if you're prepping your brand for media exposure, if your business is good enough to be, or your book is good enough to be on Forbes and business insider and mind body green and well and good, it's also good enough to get invited to these seminars and stages and other opportunities. People will start to recognize you and notice you as an expert. And that's what we do is we're really just positioning you and your book as the go-to expert in the field for whatever category it is. And that's where the opportunities come from. So yes, we're focused on media, but really we're focused on just like brand expansion as a whole. Yep. Um, let's, let's go over the three tangible things. Is that what you're going to say? I know of course. <laughs> of course. I'm like, okay. And the three tangible things that others can do today. <laughs> yeah. Well, we wanted to leave you guys with something like quite actionable. And we actually do have a workshop coming up um, beginning of November called from author to iconic. So definitely stay tuned for more details on that, but we wanted to leave you all with three tangible things that you guys can do today. And Lydia, I'm going to let you take over the first one. Cause I liked the way that you described it. Okay. <laughs> so these are three tangible things that authors can do today to start setting up their personal brand to then have a successful book launch. And then also just like book for years to come, right? We were talking about that strategic shelf life. How can we expand that for a long I love that. We're going to start using that one too. (laughs) Digital real estate, strategic shelf life. Hey, Um, okay. So number one is assess if you need to be the face of your brand. So um, when we're thinking about this, it's, does it fall in that like lifestyle self-development category? Jess is a great example. Her book, Jesse Lou and the Magic of You, it is a children's book with um, characters, but at the end of the day, it's actually to help kids regulate their emotions. So that would fall in the self-development space. And then there's obvious ones like finance, um, how to be you know, a real estate developer. We have a lot of friends in the real estate industry, so that would be a good one, something like that. Um, finance, nutrition, um, what else do we have? Fitness, um, like fitness, even if you, I was just thinking of an example of this, like say you wrote like a romance novel, but your business is like sex there as a sex ver- therapist or something like that. Like you could totally still be the face of the brand and want to create, you <laughs> know, a strong, a one. <laughs> I don't know, like why, why'd that come to my mind? I don't know. Um, there's a sex therapist out there. That's like, that's a great idea. I've had this idea of a beautiful romance novel for years. <laughs> I mean, it is a great idea. I'd probably read it. <laughs> I would 100% read that. So, um, if we're just thinking about like, is this book going to it, me as the personal brand, will I be enhancing the book as an overall brand? If it, if that is a yes, then you need to start creating a personal brand. So that brings us to number two, which Bridget can share. So basics. And we've had so many podcast episodes on, you know, this topic as well, but do you have the basics of that personal brand down pat race? So do you have an online presence? We love to call this our digital real estate here, visibility on purpose, 
do you have social media accounts, right? And what do we mean by that? Why is that important? Because if you're going to be pitching yourself, you're likely going to be including, you know, your website, maybe the book's website, as well as some social accounts. And if they, if you're going to be interviewed on TV, especially, they're going to want to see what you look like. And they potentially also want to see what kind of presence you already have, and maybe even you talking, which they can usually find through social media. So we do want that. We also want you to have a website. These are just like the basics that should be there for you to have as an author and a personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. Basics. Um, and we actually are going to be interviewing, um, today um, I'm going to go live in the Facebook group again, but we are interviewing Kelsey Formos, who is a copywriter. So if you're somebody who's like, okay, and now I need to go make the website and you want to learn really strong copywriting tips, stay tuned, stay with us for another conversation today. And that will be posted on the podcast shortly after, um, within the next few weeks. So uh, these are just really important things. And I mean, just in general, like visibility era podcast, we have so much fun here, but at the end of the day, what we really want to do is create a roadmap for you to build the most successful brand for media exposure, for sales, all of that stuff. So we always think about like, what are people doing today that could really use our wisdom and knowledge uh, in our, in our fields. So anyways, anyways, that's my little that. soapbox. We'll do number three. So number three is if all of this is a yes for you, take the time. These are tangible steps. Take the time to sit down and look at your website and your social platforms and audit it. Um, if you are on Instagram and you're like, oh, I have a personal brand. I have an Instagram, but it's just pictures of you with your dog and nothing about your business or nothing about your book. We're going to want to update that. Maybe go on Canva, make some posts. So, um, and definitely take a look at your website, look at your headshots. Like, are all of these things professional? If you feel like they are not good enough to be on Forbes, you need to update it. I love this. So super simple, super tangible. And here's what we want to invite you all into. You know, if this is something that speaks to you, if you are an author or an aspiring author and you're like, yes, I want to have these things down pat before I ever go to pitch myself because you want your book on everyone's bookshelf and in their Amazon carts, you don't want it to die after your first launch. And you want to understand how to build this iconic brand to really showcase your book. So we're going to actually be hosting a workshop November 15th, 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll have like the details and stuff down below, but we're calling this from author to iconic because it's all about not just being an author, but it's about creating something that people are going to remember. So we're doing this workshop where we can talk about like what is PR for authors and what it means. We're going to talk about the importance of creating a personal brand. We're going to talk about how you can establish yourself as the face of the brand. We'll be talking about the importance of a strong digital presence, what you need before pitching your book to the media. And this is like the most important thing. Well, there's two more things, but how to highlight your book's value to gain media exposure. So we want everyone to walk away from the workshop really understanding what is the value within my book and why would the media want to know about it. And last but not least, we'll go over what we see that most authors do wrong. So just so that you guys can understand and like not make those same mistakes. Yeah. We're not going to call anybody out, but we're like, we're definitely going to mention it. Cause it's like, it's again, you don't know what you don't know. And so we are here to be like, authors come to us. We're going to help you. Yeah. <laughs> and just coming from a heart center place. Like, really. by the way, everyone, the workshop is $37. We all know that when we have a little bit more skin in the game, we're going to show up to the workshop. We're going to watch the recording. 
So definitely join us. We're going to probably limit this to 50 people. We do have usually a very decent amount of people sign up for our workshops, especially oh, yeah. when they're lower ticket. We've had over hundred people sign up for our paid or our free workshops. So definitely get your booty in the door, grab your spot. We'll send out the replay after as well, but just excited to help authors um, really develop their brand and feel like they, they know what they're doing. <laughs> Exactly. So everyone, thank you so much for a, joining us on another episode of Visibility Era, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review. We were yes. reading them. Yeah, we were reading them this past week and I actually post, did I post? I don't know if I posted it yet. I made I a little Canva, but um, they just we like should really read them each week. We should. <laughs> okay. So if you want to post us a review, we would love to read it live. We so appreciate your support. Um, this is such a beautiful relationship where we want to support you. So please, if you can support us back, thank you so much. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, Lydia. Bye. Thanks, Bridget. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure to follow along with us on Instagram at Visibility on Purpose or jump into our free Facebook community. It's called Visibility on Purpose Community. Please give us a five-star review, rate us, write us a little comment if you feel so inclined. We are so grateful to have you here on this journey with us.